Hey everyone, welcome back to the I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now podcast, where we tell true stories of survivors of true crime, natural disasters, and everything else in between. And it is a happy birthday to Michelle. Uh, happy birthday, uh, Michelle. My God, I like kind of forgot. That's what happens when you get <laughs> effing old. <laughs> How old am I again? Yeah, too old. Oh my God, well, the- I was shopping with a friend and... Uh-huh. We had to tell because we were buying booze. And so we each had to tell our birthdays. And it's like, she's 13 years younger than I am. And then I was like, well, that's like F and Caitlin too. So screw all of you guys. You like the, you like young friends? <laughs> so I need someone to take care of me when I'm old. There you go. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to be calling on you. You'll be all dry <laughs> and young still. That's right. Well, today is actually like when this comes out, it'll be actually your birthday. So Indeed. 24th, October. I'll have to take another shot for me. Like, That's right. Yay. <laughs> yay. Michelle and I are apart today, so we have a Zoom. Aww. I don't love it, Caitlin. I have to be honest. We it's didn't different. have our time to gossip while we were drinking. We didn't have <gasps> our know. drinking time. We didn't have our making drinks together time. I don't love it. That is sad. Yeah, I do like that. I'm going to have yeah. to like fly back so we can, you know, do a whole bunch right in a row. <laughs> yeah. There we go. No, but this is good. We're making it work. The drink yeah. for your birthday though, is not the greatest. <laughs> it's, yeah, it was a little, dis- it looks really cool. It's witch's brew, which mm-hmm. I was pretty excited about because it's very vibrant green and yeah. it's a cool Halloween drink. And we were telling spooky stories today. So if you like tequila, this is probably the one for you. Yeah. So let's see if I can run this down. It's an ounce and a half of tequila, an ounce and a half of Midori, which is, Mm -hmm. of course, where you get the green color, an ounce of pineapple juice, and then a half ounce of lemon juice. Mm -hmm. And then you shake it all up and pour it over ice. Boom. You got yourself a weird tasting cocktail. (laughs) Yeah. I put it in a martini glass uh, because it looked cooler, but still tastes the same. And it's... (laughs) Oh, tequila. But yeah, I think this would be like, I don't think I'd want to have this at a party as like a big punch or anything, because I just don't think it would be, get drank very drink. much. No. But if it was vodka or something, in, or maybe rum even, instead of the tequila, I think we would have a much more delicious cocktail. I could see that. Yeah. I like I said, I like tequila and margaritas. Um, maybe tequila sunrise, but I don't know. Yeah. In witch's brew, not so much. Not so much. It is a brew, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but this is also the Halloween episode. Ooh. So we're getting a little spooky today. So it's gonna be a little different. If you last year uh for Halloween we did what did we do? Black eyed children, right? Is that what you talked no, about? No, that was the year before. I didn't tell oh. a story last year. You did the demonic possession. Oh, that's right. If that's I right. recall correctly, because yours was pretty long and complicated and I couldn't find yeah. a story. And so for my birthday, you let me not tell a story. That's <laughs> true. There you go. Oh, I'm nice. <laughs> but I know you're like, I'm amazing. <laughs> but this year I have a story. Okay. Well, shall I go first though? For your birthday? Yeah, I'll let you jump in. I'm excited. I love the Halloween episode. I think it's my favorite of the yeah, whole year. I do love it too. All right. So this time uh we're talking about skinwalkers. Oh <laughs> so what is a skinwalker? I shall tell you. It is said that they are an ancient Native American legend that takes a various of forms. 
In Navajo lore, a skinwalker is a kind of wicked sorcerer who can transform into, occupy, or disguise themselves as an animal. The Navajo skinwalker has deep roots in Aboriginal American folklore. Other tribes throughout the region also have their own versions of skinwalkers. So skinwalkers uh, scare the crap out of me. FYI. Yeah. I've heard, uh, I was watching, and maybe you're going to talk about this, the, uh-huh. um, the skinwalker ranch, mm. like that show. Oh my yeah. God. That show is so creepy. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it these, I mean, so, okay. I'm going to continue on, but so just like black eyed children, if you talk about them, they're more, there's a belief that they will show themselves more the more you talk about them. Um, so I'm doing this for all y'all. So yeah. you're welcome. I'm putting myself <laughs> in harm's way. Right. Oh my God. And also you can have bad luck. So mm. uh. we'll see about that. And I guess there's a, a part on this website that says um, killing them is near impossible. Some traditions say a bullet or knife or spear dipped in white ash might kill them, but probably not oh interesting also fun story well Mm -hmm. never mind i'll let you go ahead uh also skinwalker ranch in utah is thought to be the site of countless paranormal incidences and ufo sightings the land is to believe to be cursed i believe it oh yeah (laughs) there was one episode where they talked about this and hopefully this is not about what you're like not what you're about to talk about, but mm-hmm. there was this woman who was kind of like looking far out um, on her property and she saw a wolf out there. And mm-hmm. so she like ran inside and grabbed her gun, you know, cause she was, I guess, scared that the wolf was going to come get her. And mm-hmm. she ended up shooting it and it went down. She saw the wolf, like the body collapse. And then she went to go find the body and it was nowhere to be found. Like they couldn't find it anywhere. And then the next morning, one of the Native American boys on the clo- the reservation that was close by yeah. didn't wake up the next day. Like he was found Whoa. dead in his bed. And so they always kind of wondered if, if that they was were related. Whoa. That's creepy. Yeah. The answer is yes, they are related. <laughs> <laughs> um, but opinion. what? What do they look like? So the description is usually the same, four-legged brute with disturbing human, kind of like a humanoid face mixed mm. with animal and orange-red gleaming eyes. That's um, not terrifying or, at all. I know, or glaring eyes, sorry. They're very fast and make fiendish cries. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I'm like trying to imagine what that is. I won't try to recreate it here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Never mind. Just like that. <laughs> yeah. Done. Um, oh, me. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you three stories about encounters of skinwalkers. Okay. Uh, is your sister one of them? It's the first one. Yes. I didn't want to even ask. So you can cut that out. <laughs> no, that's okay. No, yeah. My sister and her husband encountered one. And this is, I called her and got her story. Uh, so this happened in 2011, uh, in September mm. and this is at one 30 in the morning. So yeah, not the creepiest time to at all. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So they were on the, the highway kind of going the back roads back to their house near the coast. Um, they were at a friend's place. His parents owned a vineyard 
And so they went over there to have like a jam session. They had their instruments. They were all hanging out. Alyssa fell asleep and they just kept playing. And finally it was like one o'clock and you know, it's it's time to go. (laughs) It is time to go. So they packed up and they're driving home. So Chris is driving and it's a clear night, but the moon is not there. I don't know. Like the moon is just not present. Oh, it's just dark. I mean, yeah, dark moon. Yes. I mean, there was trees and such. I mean, it wasn't like they're in a field, whatever. Gotcha. Got it. So the only light is their headlights. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm messing this up already. (laughs) My goodness. So it is dark. That's what I'm just trying to say. It's dark. It's dark. (laughs) (laughs) There's no really houses or streetlights. It's dark. Okay. So then out in the distance, before their headlights, it kind of can see like small, medium deer. So it's not really large. Just like it's an animal no, that like, they can oh, see. What's that? Yeah. And then once it hit the headlight, it was very, it was pale. And once the headlights hit it, it turns and kind of scurries off to the right side of the road, but it kind of scurries off like a crab and their arms are over the head. If you can picture that. So it's like, no, I cannot. Other than some creepy, I don't know what. Now I got to Google fucking skinwalkers. I hope you're happy. (laughs) It was very, it was very fast as well. Like once it hit the headlights, they saw it, it scurried and it was gone. (laughs) I'm like looking at pictures and it's like, yeah, yeah. That's what she says she saw. Something like that. I have hardcore uh, goosebumps, FYI. <laughs> so they didn't say anything. And then they're like, Chris was like, did you see that? And she's like, oh my gosh. Yes. Yes, we did. Uh, so they talked about that all the way home, scared and just hoping they never broke down on that road. Yeah. Are um, you kidding me? Yeah. Ugh. So the next day, Alyssa's at work and she gets a text from Chris and he's like, I have to show you something when you get home. She's like, okay. She gets home and he plays a video that he found online of campers that saw a skinwalker and she's like oh my gosh that's exactly what he saw and he's like that's okay good I didn't want to like flaw like I didn't want to be like I think this is what we saw last night yeah yeah your own opinion exactly no and so they both agree so they think it was definitely a skinwalker what yeah (laughs) what terrible that How would scary. be scary. Yeah. I drove that highway from when I was in a play every night and it was ugh, so ominous, man. It's yeah, just, I there's believe nothing it. out there. Well, and then the fog sort of settles in that mm, area. It seems right. like, I mean, maybe I'm just imagining it, but I do remember like that drive from the coast, like back into Salem. Yeah. It just always got super foggy and super creepy at night, mm-hmm. you know? You're coming home from the casino and then you're like, I can't see shit. Yeah. No, it's. Yeah. All right. So these are other people's encounters of skinwalkers. Mm. So this is written by C Philly 100. And it is 2009 or 2010 in Arizona. And he and his girlfriend are taking a trip with their Navajo friend, Shannon, to visit her friends and family at the Navajo reservation. Okay. So they arrived to Shannon's friend's house first, but now it's it's dark. Uh, and on the reservation, there's not electricity or running water, really. Okay. Um, so again, it's very dark. 
(laughs) (laughs) Just to be clear. (laughs) All he had really was lanterns. And his girlfriend had to use a restroom. But the only thing was an outhouse outside. Nope. So. (laughs) Just like that, Michelle fucking died because she couldn't go to the bathroom. (laughs) So. so scary i know well the friends say they've actually saw some mountain lion tracks earlier so they gave him a 45 revolver to go with her just in case you know she gets attacked or something like that so while she's doing her business something is moving in the bush but again it's dark but he can smell like this rotten trash odor kind of like mixed with shit you know but he He's like, whatever. I mean, there's a bathroom right behind me. I'm sure that's what that smell is. So, so she's done and they're walking back and then something runs out of the bush, but it was so fast. He brings out the revolver, but doesn't shoot because he doesn't know where it went. Okay. So they just see like a flash of it and then it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. They heard wrestling. They saw maybe something come out, but it went away. And he's like, okay, great. So that wasn't scary at all. (laughs) So it's getting late and there's not much room for them to stay there. And so they're like, let's just go to uh, Shannon's mom's house and we can stay there. Great. So they get into the car and they start driving. While they're driving, the road is fairly boxed in, like trees and bushes around. Okay. Um, But then all of a sudden something comes out of the bushes and slaps the car with like a force. Uh, he hit the brakes thinking he someone needed help or something like that. But Shannon tells him to keep driving. He saw something in the brake lights, like a person, but it crouched over wearing some kind of animal pelt. Huh. It had two white eyes. And... <laughs> so seeing that, he quickly hits the gas and peels out. Yeah, no but that shit, thing man. is yeah. But that thing is now chasing them and actually gaining on them. What? Yeah, it's very fast. It's so fast, in fact, that it leaps in front of the car. And now it looks less like a person and more of a mix of a mountain lion and a person. Like, mm. it's like a like a half mountain lion, half person. Uh, and it had this, like, twisted grin, he said. Okay, I can't go out at night ever <laughs> again, I think. At least not in Arizona. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Arizona. You're out. So Shannon screamed and he threw the car in reverse and was able to spin around quickly. The creature is now out of sight and they finally find the highway. So they're kind of on like a not gravelly road, but like a dirt road. But now they're on a highway. So it's all paved, which is great. Okay. So now they can pick up some speed. Thinking that this is finding it hard to breathe. Well, thinking it was all over, he looks to his left, and to his horror, that thing is running alongside them the whole time. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And is actually making eye contact with him as well. With his dumb white eyes? No. Yeah, right? So the thing actually slaps the car again, almost causing them to crash into a ditch. He made a loud hissing noise before running off into the desert. They stop for gas and make it to Shannon's mom's house where she burnt sage and did a prayer. But none of them slept a wink that night. Yeah, uh, I would be (laughs) lucky to sleep again. I know, right? Oh my God. How terrifying. No, like, that's what, okay, but 
I don't know. I always feel a little safe in a car. I don't know why. Like when we go camping, sometimes like if we only go for one night, we'll just sleep in the car and like fold Nick's car is big enough to like to fold down the seats and put like a, like a cushion type thing down. And I can see yeah. like a baby because I can lock the doors, you know? I just, well, you do. You're fully enclosed. You're yeah. in metal. You know, it seems like from movies that bears aren't going to get to you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So maybe it's skinwalker proof too. Who knows? I but I don't want to find out. Because I don't probably just out. open the door anyway. God damn That's it. true. That's very true. <laughs> Let's not try to find out, but. No, my God. I have one more story for you. Nope. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> So this was written by Neptune 420. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know what's up, Neptune. (laughs) (laughs) So his dad owns a small delivery service that operates out of Farmington, New Mexico. Okay. And this is where they... This is also in the Southwest. So Mm -hmm. I know where I'm not going ever. (laughs) There we go. Well, the first one happened in Oregon. So she's not coming back. Yeah. Never, never again. Or just staying um, away from the coast, your sister's <laughs> house or anywhere. Yeah. Forget them. Yeah. But so this delivery company, he has mostly delivers small packages in the middle of nowhere that like none of the bigger delivery companies like will hassle to do. Okay. So they kind of handle all the rural packages. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So Neptune 420, he's around six <laughs> or seven at this time, but he wrote this, uh, of course, when he was older. One day, he got a delivery out in Window Rock, Arizona, on the Navajo Reservation. Mm-hmm. And it, mm-hmm. was, <laughs> it was about a two-hour trip. His dad gets this job while hanging out with his Navajo friend, Travis, and his girlfriend. Uh, okay. Travis has family there and suggests that they all just go together. Hmm. So it's during the summertime, so he is out of school. So his dad takes him along with this delivery. Kind of, they have two trucks. So the dad and Neptune, um, it's weird calling him Neptune, but I have to put a name. I'm into it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So they are in one truck and then Travis and his girlfriend is in the truck behind them. And they kind of have little walkie talkies so they can radio, will radio each other, you know. So they're off. They are off and uh, they get to where they need to be. And they visit Travis's family and they all hang out. They made the delivery and everything goes well okay now it's time to go home though yeah i was gonna say dun 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 here it is <laughs> it is now dark <laughs> yeah this is so Fucking <laughs> you know it's oh no it's not quite dark here i thought it was never mind i was like it's dark here <laughs> you know it's supposed to snow here is like it? yeah like now tonight really yes oh i don't i was told there was no snow and now we're lies like the coldest winter on record is on the way, but all right, back to Neptune 420. I apologize. <laughs> okay. So it's dark and it actually rained. So the roads were a little slick. So they were taking it slow. Okay. On the left side of the highway, there's sandstone cliffs. And on the right side, there's huge fields separated from the road by a small barbed wire fence. Okay. Okay. So they reach the top of a hill and down at the bottom as they're coming over, what they see at the bottom of the hill appears to be a very large dog in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. His dad calls Travis asking if he saw that big dog. And all of a sudden, Travis starts yelling through the walkie talkie saying, that's not a dog. Speed up now and hit it. 
<gasps> and he's just like, what? He just keeps screaming, hit it, hit it, please hit it, speed up. And so oh uh, he did. He started to speed up. And when he was getting closer, he can see it better now. And this creature is covered in brown, wiry, matted hair that appears to have dried blood all over it. Ooh. It's still facing the cliffs, the sandstone cliffs. But the moment their headlights hit it, like, you know, the light hits it, it turns around and they make eye contact. <laughs> he doesn't know how to describe it other than like a mix between a bear's and human face, but it was kind of twisted and distorted and almost looks like in pain. Oh. As they got closer, they started to realize it actually is just this massive thing. They thought it was sitting on its hunches. Um, it was about, yeah, it was about shoulder height with the hood of the truck. That's big. It I is, mean, I'm assuming this is like a box truck and a delivery. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So they literally get inches from hitting it and then it lets out the scream and it sounds like someone screaming as their lungs were filled with water and it leaps backwards towards the field, landing just on the side of the barbed wire fence. This whole story with- is a hard pass for me. <laughs> hmm. No. Then with a, <laughs> but with another leap, he is now out of sight. Travis comes over the radio again saying, holy shit, keep driving. We have to get out of here. We have to go faster. Just go, just go, get just go out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty soon they are speeding like crazy and they just get on the outskirts of another town and they get pulled over by the police. And the police uh, is like, it's cool, man. I get it. <laughs> Sorry, well, the Travis actually pulls over as well. And the police is like, hey, why are you pulling over as well? And the policeman is actually a, Na- a Navajo man as well. And Travis says that they just saw a skinwalker a few miles back and it's been following us. The officer immediately turns white, stammers something about a verbal warning, gets in his car and goes. <laughs> gets the fuck out himself. Yeah. And they do the same thing. Um, they didn't see anything else that night, but when they got back home travis refused to let them leave without taking a kind of navajo totem um that was supposed to keep the skinwalker away from following Uh, them or protecting them i want one of those i know right (laughs) so Mm. i didn't know there was such a big navajo reservation in uh arizona i didn't know I did not know either. I'm woefully ignorant when it comes to a lot of the Native American culture right. and, you know, where everyone's at and all mm-hmm. that. And even the stuff like in Oregon, I don't know any of that. Right. You know, I know where the Spirit Mountain Casino is. <laughs> I'm not the extent of it. So I apologize for that. That's, you know, where the casinos are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I put plenty of money. Yeah. No, no, I, same. Same. Absolutely. We're actually going there tomorrow. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's um, any casinos close to here. Probably. I just don't know where they are. There's nothing yeah, I don't close know. to here. There's just there's nothing not close. <laughs> oh no. Well be careful when you're driving home. I will. Yeah, absolutely. Uh especially if it it's dark. Be, it's gonna be dark because I'm gonna what be winning do? that money. Uh keep driving. I mean just drive as fast as you can. Yeah, I was told like even if like a deer or squirrel is in the road and just hit them. Yeah, that's always what I've been trained. It's right. better than you flying off the road or I think we told a story about a poor girl who right. 
saw like a something in the road and ended up going off a cliff. And yeah. It's like, yeah, you just got to keep the car steady. You're going to put yourself in more danger if you don't. No, absolutely. It's hard though. Cause it's a reaction. I, yeah. there's a bunch of deer over here. Sometimes I do swerve or like try to stop, but it's like at one point, <laughs> how can I swerve? So I don't know if I saw, like I said, I think I would feel safe in my car just as long as it didn't break down. I didn't break down. Yeah. Then I would just that stay in like, my car. Yeah. I, I would because I haven't called because I'm too scared to leave my car. Right. And I probably wouldn't have service anyway. So instead of being, you know, like an actual scary movie, I'm just going to stay in the car and no one's going to do anything until the morning. Cause yeah, exactly. no, thank you. She's going to put her seat down and take a little nap. That's right. Yeah. Right. You're not sleeping. <laughs> I probably wouldn't sleep. No, but I would be oh. safe in my locked car. Oh God. Terrifying. So that is terrifying. That's a hard pass for me. That is a hard pass. Yeah. They're, um, that freaking Skinwalker Ranch show has got so much crazy stuff mm. in it. Like, I don't want to give away too many things, but yeah. they just have so many. It's like anomaly after anomaly after anomaly. Then there's a dead cow. And then there's some more anomalies, another dead cow. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then the vet comes out to do an autopsy. And it's like, well, I can't. It, it had a heart attack due to anxiety. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that show is scary. There's another one. Um, I think it's blind frog ranch. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one too. I saw your face when you drank that drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, Michelle. I'm trying. I know I got mine. It's actually kind of growing on me a little bit. I think okay. it's because my first one's just about gone. Nice. So now I'm on my second. Well, I don't have pineapple juice, so that's true. That's true. Yeah. Sorry about yeah. it. Okay. Right. Anything else about the skinwalkers? I probably a lot. I'll probably come up with a whole bunch when we're done. We'll watch some YouTube videos and be scared of shit. It's crazy going down that, uh, going down that, uh, I don't know that Uh hill, that road going down that road. My gosh. Words. It's the tequila. (laughs) (laughs) Save it, Caitlin. No one's buying it. I know. Drink hardly any of it. Not really. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, I think you need the pineapple juice for sure. Yeah, you need the pineapple juice. I think you're missing it. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready, Michelle, for your spooky story? Yes. Ooh. All right. So how this story kind of came to be is we've been spending a lot of time at our poly- uh, at our friends. Oh, my God. Let me just start that over mm-hmm. again. We've been spending a lot of time at our friend's house, Paul and mm-hmm. Cassie, you know, bought this like 120 year old house in a very small town in Ohio. And I went to go see it before they, before they actually bought it. And I was like, "Eh," you know, trying to be all cool about it. Like I wasn't completely terrified of it. And it had like, I don't know, the basement kind of creeped me out a little bit, but not really too much. But now I just find out that they've been having all these sort of occurrences that they didn't want to tell me about because they knew I'd be like, fuck it. I'm never going over there ever again. (laughs) Like for instance, uh, Cassie was cleaning the bathroom and all of a sudden the faucet turned on like, and she was like, and another time she woke up in the morning, um, and the coffee pot was on and it turns off automatically. So there's no way they had gone to bed without turning it off. It would have turned off in the middle of the night anyway. And she was like, well, that's weird. And she's had um, like the oven turn off a couple of times, like in the middle of when she's cooking. And then she's had the stove, 
the flames on her stove turn on while she's just like <gasps> hanging out in the kitchen. Oh my not gosh. Doing anything. I know. I'm like, Bleh. so yeah, I guess I can't go over there again. Um, <laughs> and just multiple sort of occurrences like mm-hmm. that. And so I have not experienced any myself, but we were talking about it and she was like, you know, my friend Robin, who I actually, I know her and her husband, um, we partied together quite a few times. Um, she's like, she had a haunting. And in fact, while it was happening, she wouldn't even talk about it because it scared her so bad. Really? And, yeah. And she didn't. And so I uh, talked with Robin and John and got their story. Oh, um, they're haunting at their house. So here goes Robin and John's ghost story. <laughs> Spooky. I love it. Okay. And again, I've been to this house. I, I know these folks, you know, and it's poor things. I mean, they didn't talk about it because they're like, are we crazy? You know, mm. this doesn't happen to normal people. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and so, okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. So this starts in September of 2019. They had just bought their house. They had just closed on it. And I guess that was a bit of a nightmare process in above, in and of itself. There mm-hmm. it is. Oh God, girl, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I was like, this is your current house. And they're like, yeah, I mean, they have a pet pig. I think they have two pet pigs that like Cute. walks around. And I swear to God, it smells like maple bacon. I know it sounds terrible, but you like pet the pig and you kind of smell it a little bit. Like, and mm. it, yeah. I was like, I want some breakfast. Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, their pig is so cute though. Okay. Uh, they bought the house. They were super excited to move in early on when they sort of first moved in, they noticed sort of the same things, but they didn't talk about it with each other. So, cause mm-hmm. they all dismissed it. Like this isn't really happening. I'm, you know, I'm maybe just imagining it, but the first things they noticed were they have this one sort of long hallway that goes down. And at the end of the hallway, it would just seem exceptionally dark, like darker than it should be with all the lights on and everything. Mm -hmm. And then you would go down that hallway and it would always be colder. It was like always a few degrees colder in that area. Hmm. And so, and again, they, they noticed it all individually and didn't talk too much about it. And their dog, they had this new puppy bandit who I have met, who is like the cutest effing dog ever. And bandit would stare at this spot next to the sliding glass door. They have this out to their outdoors and then would just bark like all the time at this one spot. And they would go over and there would be nothing there, you know, <laughs> and they're like, what right. the hell, man? Like, knock that off, go back to your bed <laughs> you right. know, whatever. And so they were like, okay, that's weird. But they didn't really think too much of it. And then they would be like sitting in the living room, kind of watching TV and hanging out. And there would be like a cold breeze that would come through and they could all feel it. And, but again, no one brought it up. Cause mm-hmm. they were like, oh, I guess I just need a sweater. <laughs> you know, maybe there's right. a door open or a draft somewhere. And so then it got to the point. So they sort of lived with that for about two weeks mm-hmm. and with no one talking, talking to each other. And then their daughter Madden started to refuse to go inside the house by herself. 
So, I mean, she's a high school student. She's like 16 or 17. (laughs) She's not young. And she would wait outside or wait in the shop until they got home. And usually it was only like a half an hour or so, but she just refused to go into the house by herself. Hmm. And so they were like, okay, that's a little weird. They also heard a lot of whistling, like clear as day, you know, like someone was walking around the house whistling and they're like, huh, okay, that's strange. And they're not whistlers themselves. And like Robin would be home by herself and she would hear the whistling or John would be home. Yeah, and just, and a lot of this stuff happened when they were like alone in the house by themselves. And then they would Uh. just feel like they were in fact not alone. And that's why Madden started staying outside. She's like, forget it, it's too creepy (laughs) inside to be there by myself. About a month into them living there, John is on the phone with Robin and they had no furniture at this point Mm because I guess her dad was like, I'm going to buy you guys all new furniture. And so they moved in and the new furniture hadn't arrived yet. So they were living without furniture. I know. I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, I would like to meet you as well. (laughs) (laughs) So John, here's uh, the furniture guys outside. So he's like, Robin, I got to go. The furniture guys are here. I can hear him talking outside. And so he could hear two men talking like very clearly. And he goes outside and no one's there. (gasps) What the fuck? And so he's like, "Uh oh, that's not good. And I guess they heard um, car doors closing all the time. And you know how you hear a car door in your driveway and you get up and like, who's here? And yeah, and they live, they live out in the sticks. I've oh. been to their house and you have to drive up this like little tiny gravel driveway mm-hmm. for a long ways to get to their place. So hearing car doors is, is, is not normal. Yeah. It's unusual. There. And they just, yeah, they figured someone's there and then they go outside and no one's there at all. Mm. And so they're like, uh. So at this point, they start kind of talking <laughs> to each <laughs> yeah. other and realizing that all three of them are having these experiences mm. where they're hearing the whistling, they're seeing the dark shape or the dark, the darkness in the hallway and feeling the cold in the house periodically. Right. One night, uh, Madden and her friend are there mm-hmm. and taking selfies or whatever. And they bring the selfie out and there is a face <gasps> in the background of the picture. No. And I try to get the picture. They're trying to find it. Okay. Um, and so they're like, nah, that's, that's not real. <laughs> like, that's not a real face. And so they spent like the next two hours trying to recreate the angle and the lighting and all that stuff. And they never saw another face. Oh my gosh. That's terrifying. Yeah. And to them, it felt like a very masculine energy. Hmm. And Robin actually saw, she said it was like a big shadow Mm -hmm. that would be kind of moving around the house. And it was very large and not man shaped but she felt like it was a man okay no that that was her intuition Mm. um it was kind of human shaped but not quite Mm, (laughs) like it was mainly just a big blob shadow (laughs) yeah (laughs) they ended up like it turns out they were in touch with the old owners of the house so they were still receiving some of the old owners mail and they were actually watching the old owner's horse for them on Mm. the property. And so they were in contact. And so they end up going over there 
And they were chatting and bullshitting around and everything. And they mentioned this, like, all this stuff that's going on. And the neighbors were like, or the old owners were like, yeah. (laughs) They weren't like, you guys are crazy or anything. They were just like, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. Oh like, just, they weren't phased by it at all, and so they sort of came to the conclusion that they must have been living with this for some time. So, so they go and they talk to their neighbors down the hill, and mm-hmm. we're like, "Hey, we are experiencing these things. Like, do you know anything about it?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, there was this guy Gary. He died in the house." And they were like, what? So I guess <laughs> not the previous owners, but the owner before that was uh-huh. Gary. And he had in fact died in the house. Whoa. And so they start asking all these questions like, what's up with Gary? Like, tell us more about him. And turns out he was uh, a big man. He was six foot four and, you know, pretty, a, a large guy. And so they asked, he was like, was he like a whistler? And he's like, they're like, oh yeah, he whistled all the time (laughs) and so the next door neighbor like the ones at the bottom of the hill came up Mm -hmm. to check out their house and they were like oh that spot by the sliding glass door that was Mm -hmm. where gary always sat like they didn't they didn't like our dog sits here and barks at that they didn't say that it was sort of organically came up that gary had had a chair that he always sat in right at that spot where their dog bandit would always lose his mind. So they're like, what the fuck? (laughs) They also heard quite a bit of footsteps and I mean, all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Once they started making changes to the house, things got a lot more intense. Like for instance, they had these, they pulled out this, all these rhododendrons that had been overgrown and, you know, there's weeds everywhere and they just, you know, they had probably lived out their life and needed to come out and things got crazy after that. Like they heard a lot more footsteps. There was a lot more of the cold all the time and the feeling of being watched intensified incredibly. And it turns out that Gary had planted those rhododendrons and was super proud of them. (laughs) So they're like, Oh my goodness. And so whenever they would make changes like out in the yard, they would dig up the garden and, you know, move something from here over to here, just things got more intense and more negative. And it got to the point where nobody in the house was sleeping. And then Madden started behaving very strangely. Hmm. So their daughter started like fighting and being more aggravated it sounded like all the time. Interesting. And, you know, she was, Robin said it was like, she didn't even know her, you know, I mean, this is her daughter. She was like, it was a totally different person. And she mm-hmm. was just know, acting very strange. She didn't. And the words that were coming out of her mouth were mm-hmm. not normal things that Madden would say. Okay. And so I don't have any like firm examples. I should have gotten right. some more examples, but <laughs> She was just like, this is not my daughter. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think they sort of chalked it up to, you know, she's a teenager and that's what I would have done. Right. Yeah. (laughs) The worst, but they knew something was up. So Robin, I guess, you know, this is probably a couple of weeks later is in a meeting and her friend from her coworker was like, 
what is wrong with you? And at this point they haven't slept in probably like two weeks. Oh my gosh. Like, and they're at each other's throats. They're Mm -hmm. fighting all the time at home. Like everything is just super negative at Mm. home. And that's not really been the case. I mean, her and John have, you know, been together, I think for like, I don't know, 10 years or something. I guess I don't really know. Robin's like, you're telling this story all wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, they had never experienced this sort of infighting like they were having. Mm. So she's in this meeting and her coworkers like, what's wrong with you? Right. And it just sort of, I think I'm being haunted. It was like this sort of. And so she tells her the whole thing and her friend or her her coworker is like, my roommate is a clairvoyant. I'm going to get you in touch with her. Yeah. I was like, she didn't even like, you're a crazy person. No, it's in a bad eye. Nope. I'm going to help you. This is what you need to do. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, so they call the clairvoyant and they uh, what the clairvoyant does is give them gives them a paper bag with some different things in it. It had crystals like small crystals in it, a couple of white candles, some sage and then a stick. I'm not sure what the stick was for. We didn't actually talk about that. (laughs) But um, what she said is you need to go home and light the candles. The candles are for purity. You need to open all of your doors and windows, and then you're going to light the sage and you're going to light the candles and you're going to put all the crystals in the corner. And you're going to tell the spirit to, you know, go towards the light and get the fuck out. (laughs) Probably in a much nicer way. Um, And so they're like, oh, and she's like, do you have any holy water? And Robin was like, uh, yes. No. Oh, <laughs> As a what? matter of fact, I do have holy water. So Robin, what? I know who the fuck has holy water, right? I don't, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't Shit. have any either. Maybe I'll get some now. I know. But no, I guess she had done this like photography session at this big cathedral, you know, church mm-hmm. in Kentucky where she used to live. Mm-hmm. And the nun there was like, here, take this holy water, this little thing of holy water with you when you go. And she's like, super, cool. thank you. <laughs> and so it's been rattling around in her car for 10 years. Oh my gosh. Like a little vial of holy water. And so she's like, yep, I got holy water. So check, check, check. I'm ready to do this exorcism. Essentially. I bet it's powerful because it's been aging. It's been sitting yeah, there. Probably. <laughs> it's even better. <laughs> it's gotten holier. So they're going to do the seance. Yeah. Or not the seance. Excuse me. They're going to do like <laughs> their exorcism. Yeah. It was to the point where Robin was like, we got to call a priest. We, we have to do something. And so mm. this clairvoyant just sort of popped up when they needed, when they needed her. So they decide they're going to do it. It's fall time and they're going to do it at seven o'clock in the evening. Cause that seems to be the time that it's most active. Oh, interesting. And so they kind of have a plan. And so they go about starting it and they open up all the windows and everything. And is it dark by this time? <laughs> Yeah, it must be because it's, well, I don't know, seven o'clock probably is dark at the end. of No, it's October now. I just, so yeah, probably was dark in seven in the evening. So they open all the doors and they start to put the crystals in the corners of the house mm-hmm. and all of the smoke detectors go off at once. <gasps> Every single one Ew. in the house, including all the carbon monoxide detectors. <gasps> 
and they have like a smoke detector way out like in this other room that's kind of a their party room now uh-huh. it was even going off in there and at that point they hadn't lit any of the sage candles or anything like nothing was on so there was no they're like what is going on and so they're all going so they decide to light the candles in the sage and they uh-huh. start sort of like move towards the light and you know leave here and you know go to a better place yeah get get out of here <laughs> and madden started to kind of almost convulse <gasps> and her eyes rolled up like in the back of her head what and they're like what and so she's kind of tweaking out a little bit so john uh-huh. is sort of holding her down because she is getting very agitated by all of this stuff that's happening. Uh-huh. And so Robin is just like hitting her with the holy water. <laughs> like, step in, you fucking Gary. Yeah. <laughs> just telling them, you know, go towards the light, go towards the light and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden Madden goes limp. All the um, smoke detectors turn off and they see this sort of black blobby shadowy thing mm-hmm. sort of move towards the door and <sighs> their dog lost his shit like he's cowering in the corner and clearly terrified Aww. and they're like what is going on and they sort of see it leave the house and as soon as it left the house the uh the house got 10 degrees warmer like they were Whoa. checking the thermostat and it's in the middle of the fall with all the windows and everything open. So that just, it instantly got warmer. And then the clairvoyant came back to a party. In fact, they didn't even know she was there. Uh-huh. And I guess she was sort of meandering the house and she comes back and they're like, you got rid of it, didn't you? And they're like, yeah, we fucking did. And so it turns out they didn't have any issues after that whole sort of exorcism <laughs> that's insane yeah and they're like in in like cassie was telling me about it because it's you know her and robin are close friends Mm -hmm. and robin didn't talk about it with any friends or anything because it was like too how could you yeah it's like well and who's gonna believe you and all this stuff and it was one of those things that they just sort of felt like how is this happening to us (laughs) this has not happened to normal people And so they ended up like looking him up later. They found his obituary and everything. And the instant she saw his picture, she's like, yep, that was him. And she just like knew that it was, that was Gary. And I think he was just really possessive of his house and was not eager to leave. Gary, man. (laughs) So That is terrifying though. My gosh, that's insane. I know. Well, and the worst part for them was Madden, you know, right. acting so strangely and and then all of a sudden kind of snapped back to her normal self after this was all over. So, That's <laughs> That's so scary. I was like, I've been to your house. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but I will say I never I was like, I never felt anything. And it's like, because we met you after this was all done. Yeah. <laughs> so my goodness. Oh God. So there, yes. My local haunting. Yeah, no, that's great. It's a great story. Yeah. Poor Robin and John. Oh yeah. No, that uh, would be my worst nightmare. Absolutely. Yeah. No, thank I you. keep like, I think one of my 
biggest hesitations about potentially buying a house here in Ohio uh-huh. is it might be haunted. <laughs> I don't Seriously. want a haunted house, especially now that I know Cassie and Paul's house is probably haunted. You're going to have a ghost. So their house was owned by um, the the same people the whole time, like the same family. Mm. And the woman they bought it from, uh, her first husband was murdered. <gasps> they just oh like found that out. And so they don't know any of the details or anything, but we kind of wonder like, is that who's in there? Was he murdered in the house? What's going on? No, yeah, so you. I'll let you know if we have any continued occurrences. Then I yeah, can... let me know if they find that picture too. Oh yeah, I will. Are you kidding me? I'll, we'll post that. So her friend is looking for it right now. Okay. Um, so it was, you know, it was like 2019. So it was quite a few years ago, but bleh. gross. <laughs> That's so scary. Well, everyone is spooked at home. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, so all right. Yeah. That's good. That's uh, stories that yeah, I'm no part of. Happy Halloween, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Check out some Skinwalker video, skin videos and ready, be ready to, oh my God, be ready to be terrified for the rest of your life. There, there you go. Is. Yeah. Just don't go oh. outside when it's dark. That's it. Yeah. There. Yeah. Easy. Easy. <laughs> well, is daylight right. savings coming up? What? Daylight savings must be coming up soon. Oh. Cause I always remember I my, uh, I always had slumber parties on the weekend of daylight savings. And my mom mm-hmm. would be like, these kids are never going home That's funny. There for that extra hour. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. Uh, well, happy birthday, Michelle. And, oh, uh, thank you. Hope you have a good birthday and uh, yeah, everyone stay safe out there. Yeah. Don't run into any skinwalkers. <laughs> I was going to say, if you do just run them over with your car, but that's probably poor advice. They're too fast. You yeah, can't you kill them, them anyway. The car says, <laughs> good luck. So scary. I was actually looking um, up what the motivation of skinwalkers mm-hmm. are. Like, mm-hmm. why do they go out? And there was a few theories. One of them was that they feed off the fear. Oh. And so there might be some sort of energy that they get from people being mm-hmm. so terrified. I could see that. That was really all I came across so far. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. All right. I found quite a few more stories about it, though. Mm, There's a lot. Yeah, there are a lot. You know? Hmm. All right. Well, uh, we hope you guys enjoy these stories and have a happy Halloween and happy birthday, Michelle. Oh, thank you. Stay safe and go free. All right. Bye. Bye.